Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast. And this is a 10-minute overview of Christian apologetics, specifically uh, some questions for evolutionists. And I'll mention briefly uh, some things about the word and the idea of adaptation and also some ideas surrounding the so-called Big Bang Theory. And in, and in this, I'll use some words and define some words. First, I want to start with some questions for evolutionists. How did the first life, first consciousness, first morality, etc. begin? Can you imagine the answer that an evolutionist would give for that? How did the first life, the first consciousness, the first morality, and all those things, how did that begin if it all evolved? If I were to show you a, 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 a four, five, six pictures of different animals, or excuse me, different, let's say dogs, and I were to say, okay, here's a question for an evolutionist. Of the following pictures, which is more of a dog or more than a dog, or are they all equally dogs? I could do the same with Darwin's finches. You've heard of Charles Darwin and his finches that he studied on the Galapagos Islands. I've had a picture of, uh, let's just say, four of them and their uh, different uh, their beaks, how they changed over time. And I, I had those four pictures beside each other, and I said, of the following, which is more of a bird or more than a bird, or are they all equally birds? Here's another question for evolution and an evolutionist. Where are the transitional forms that they claim exist or have exist? Where are they? Where are the missing links? And that's something that has never, never been proven. Another question. When has evolution from one form of animal to a higher form ever been shown in the laboratory? It has not. And finally, how can a universe moving toward disorder have animals increase in complexity? Those are just some questions. And again, these 10-minute overviews uh, include a sharing of information uh, from charts from Kate's publications. The next thing that I want to talk about in this 10-minute overview, adaptation. Is adaptation evolution? Well, let me give a brief definition of the word adaptation. Uh, Merriam-Webster's Medical Dictionary says that adaptation is adjustment to environmental conditions as an adjustment of a sense organ to the intensity or quality of stimulation Modification of an organism or its parts that makes it more fit for existence under the conditions of its environments. But notice, the animal does not change kinds. So, is adaptation evolution? No. Adaptation is not evolution for an animal which has adapted to fit a certain environment is the same form of animal which it was before it adapted. So it's not evolution. Now, consider some more. These are some uh, thoughts about the Big Bang, some facts and questions that I want you to consider.
Now, given the definition of evolution uh, from Random House Dictionary, any process of formation or growth, or American Heritage Dictionary uses this definition, I think is good, a gradual process in which something changes into a different and usually more complex or better form With that definition of evolution in mind, let me give you a definition of the of the idea of the Big Bang from the American Heritage Science Dictionary. The explosive, or excuse me, the explosion of an extremely small, hot, and dense body of matter that, according to some cosmological theories, gave rise to the universe between one, excuse me, between 12 and 20 billion years ago. Now, here's what I want us to consider. By definition... Is the Big Bang scientific? No, it is not. It is not something that has been observed, tested, etc. No. Note that the extremely small, hot, and dense body of matter that I mentioned that the Big Bang postulates still would have to have come from somewhere. That is, it could not have always existed. All right. Keep that in mind. Something had to have banged. If matter is not eternal, then the proponent of the Big Bang Theory must explain where that small dot of matter originated. Talk about believing in something that comes from nothing. Now, here are some terms that I want to add to this that I think are important. Terms that are often misused. The word fact. People say, you know, science is a fact. And with that, this is what they, this is what they postulate. Evolution is a fact. The word fact is a truth known by actual experience or observation. Something known to be true. Okay, note that to be a fact, something must have been experienced or observed. So that means that neither the Big Bang, a biogenesis, you know, something coming from nothing, nor evolution, things evolving, evolving, have been, nor could they be experienced or observed. The word hypothesis is an important word, a tentative explanation for an observation, phenomena, or scientific problem that can be tested by further investigation. Again, American heritage. Note that a hypothesis can be tested by further investigation. Folks, that can't be the case with the so-called Big Bang or abiogenesis. Neither can evolution be tested. The word law, some would pretend that evolution is a law. A law is defined strictly as a formulation describing a relationship observed to be invariable between or among phenomena for all cases in which the specific conditions are met. Note that a law represents what has been observed. The Big Bang, a biogenesis, nor evolution, none of them have been observed. The word theory is a common word you'll hear among evolution and the study of the origins of the earth. The word theory can be defined strictly as a set of statements or principles devised, devised to explain a group of facts or phenomena, especially one that has been repeatedly tested or is widely accepted 
and can be used to make predictions about natural phenomena. Note that a theory works to explain facts, especially which have been repeatedly tested. The Big Bang has not been repeatedly tested. Abiogenesis, no. Evolution has not been tested. It can't be. When we use these words, we need to know what the definition of them are. Fact, hypothesis, law, theory. Even abiogenesis is defined by Random House Dictionary as the now discredited theory that living organisms can arise spontaneously from inanimate matter. Spontaneous generation. It, it's been debunked. Those who reject creation must have life somehow arising from non-life. That's abiogenesis. Folks, I hope some of these definitions have given you some things to think about, to further study, to do some mental exercises, to think critically about the origins of the universe and about the created order as it is now. To think more, to study more, to look things up, ask these questions, study these words, draw conclusions where the evidence leads. I, I contend that most began with the idea, I can't believe in God. I don't want to believe in God. Or they have questions about God that they either don't know the biblical answer to or they've heard the biblical answer and they're not satisfied with what God has revealed through the Bible. So they say, so they go to the other, they go to what they conceive to be the other option, the only viable option. That, I think, is the explanation behind this, not actual physical, tangible evidence. Well, be that as it may, I hope these 10 minutes have been useful to you. 10-minute overview of apologetics, questions for evolutionists, adaptation, the Big Bang, and some definition of terms. God bless, and if this blessed your life, please share it. We'll catch you next time.